it's time to join Montana's very own and your voice for agriculture, Talkin' Ag Lane Nordland, for today's LaneCast. Hello everyone and welcome back to the agriculture conversations that we have here on the LaneCast Ag Podcast. I'm Lane Nordland and today's show we are going to catch up with Nicole Rolfe. She's the National Estate Governmental Affairs Director for the Montana Farm Bureau Federation. Recently, she and MFBF President Cindy Johnson traveled to Washington, D.C. and talked about many issues that impact not only Montana farmers and ranchers, but producers across the nation. From the Biden administration's Build Back Better plan, sage-grouse management and endangered species topics to other key issues impacting American agriculture, we'll talk about it all. Don't go away. We're going to take a quick sponsor break and be back with Nicole Rolfe right after this. The National Cattlemen's Beef Association is the definitive voice of cattle producers in our nation's capital. NCBA is working on behalf of its members to protect your operation from government overreach and rising taxes. But the cattle business is under pressure and we need every producer to join us to protect our way of life. Join NCBA today and help us protect the future of your farmer ranch. Visit ncba.org or call 866-233-3872 for more information. Well, Nicole, uh, just recently yourself, Cindy Johnson, president of the Montana Farm Bureau, we're just out in Washington, D.C. Uh, what, what, what was it like being back on the ground and actually being face-to-face with uh, decision makers in our nation's capital? Well, it was wonderful to be back in Washington, D.C. You know, I've been a, back a couple times uh, since the pandemic has kind of started let it, letting go of its grip on things a bit, but this was my first trip back there with our recently elected new president, Cindy Johnson, and it was just, it ended up being a a really good and really productive trip. We were able to meet with both of our senators and our representative in person and some of their key staff and just talked about a lot of, uh, a lot of ag issues over a very wide spectrum. Now, one item that uh, Montana Farm Bureau and the American Farm Bureau worked on for many years on the grassroots level was the waters of the U.S. And now we are seeing a revival of some sorts similar to the 2015 Obama-era waters of the U.S. rule. The Trump-era uh, rule has uh, been um, done away with. What, what, what can you share with us, Nicole, on the process of uh, the clean water rule and uh, this unknown, almost zombie-like WOTUS, as it's been referred to in the, in the ag media? Well, it's uh, frustrating to be talking about this rule again, but you're right. It's something our organization has been keeping very close tabs on and working diligently on for the past six years now. So something where, you know, we're ready to engage in again. And what I can tell you is that uh, it's going to be a long process again, and the process has started. Uh, the EPA has come out with their pre-publication rule, and, and they also um, allowed industry folks or, and well, all stakeholders to put forward some suggested roundtables to help them uh, gather more input as well as their traditional uh, comment gathering process. Uh, Montana Farm Bureau worked with other state farm bureaus and lots of other organizations to put forward some good, uh, well-rounded roundtables, and now we're waiting to hear back from the EPA if any of these will be selected. 
And whether or not we get to have one of those, um, be a part of one of those or not, we are certainly going to be geared up to be submitting comments uh, on, on this pre on their new rule. Um, we did comment before already this year um, expressing our disappointment that the 2020 uh, Navigable Waters Protection Rule has been rolled back because that really provided us with the clear rules that we needed. And it also, of course, very importantly, uh, provides clean water for the country. And so now to be going back to a very ambiguous, potentially hugely overreaching rule is very concerning to our organization and something that should be concerning to everyone who utilizes water uh, or any natural resource in this country. Now, maybe a topic that wasn't discussed this trip, but it certainly is on the minds of Farm Bureau members in Montana and neighboring states like Wyoming is sage grouse. Uh, we've seen uh, some changes to uh, the Endangered Species Act, threatened status, and, and other priorities within the Biden administration's uh, Fish and Wildlife Service. What are some uh, key items that uh, Farm Bureau members need to be aware of when we're looking at sage grouse conservation and the Biden administration? Administration, uh, looking at the management and uh, the lands that sage grouse uh, inhabit. You know that's a great question, and it is something that we raised this trip, and we've we've been raising, you know, you know, in our regular correspondence for months now. Uh, because you're right, we we're hearing that sage grouse is targeted to be uh, listed, whether it's threatened or endangered, and that's something that we are very concerned about. Uh, Montana has done a great job of voluntarily putting in, into effect our own sage-grouse management plan, and we have the science and the numbers to show that the population is actually doing very well here in Montana. So we hope that that will you know, benefit not only the producers here in Montana and our region, but in all states that, uh, that have the species in them, because we want to be able to make the case to the agencies that we are managing them. States are capable of managing this species in a way that is beneficial to the bird and doesn't uh, harm industry or um, any sort of, of uh, practice, which of course we're caring most about uh, grazing and other agricultural things. So I think we have a, a positive message to uh, share with them and we need to really do that because um, we're going to need to make sure that the agencies out there in D.C. know, uh, you know, how good of a job our states can do, not only on this species, but even as we're now hearing more talk about uh, wolf relisting, things like that, and of course the age-old battle of trying to get the grizzly bear removed from the from the endangered species list too. It, there's certainly plenty to talk about on on that species front. Uh, my final area in terms of uh, your trip out to D.C., sustainability has been a big uh, focus uh, by the Biden administration, but also it's a conversation starter as well for farmers and ranchers to showcase their sustainability. What were some of the uh, top priorities or conversations that states and the American Farm Bureau are focusing on as we discuss climate, sustainability, and how agriculture fits into those uh, areas? Well, I think this is another area where uh, we have a lot of successes to, to talk about. Uh, agriculture has been 
voluntarily engaging in conservation practices and becoming more and more efficient uh, over the years, so much so that we are producing more and more food on fewer and fewer acres and, and with fewer farmers and ranchers doing it for that matter. Uh, so we, we uh, as Farm Bureau, are trying to put ourselves in the position where we can help lead the conversation and not and help the agencies, help legislators know that we don't need them to tell us necessarily how to do it, but to show them uh, the good work that has been done and will continue to be done. You're right, it's definitely a, a popular topic, and it's been woven into basically every um, piece of um, every piece of legislation, at least major one, that we've been um, seeing come through. Uh, we're just trying to make sure that uh, we can, you know, reward farmers and ranchers for voluntary practices that they're doing and not have any forced measures that are going to end up, you know, not really benefiting sustainability. And certainly um, we don't want anything that would uh, inhibit our ability to feed the world because that's going to be more and more essential as the years go by. Also, when you and Ken and Cindy were out in D.C., a lot of back and forth between the U.S. Senate and the Biden administration on the Build Back Better plan. I read the American Farm Bureau came out in opposition to the Build Back Better Act, and as did the Montana Farm Bureau in supporting the national organization. Can you share more about uh, the the uh, bipartisan battle over that and, and what you heard while in D.C.? Sure, I can. You know, we were at a very, we were in the district at a very opportune time. We actually didn't know if we were going to be able to see our senators and our representative because they could have been out on Christmas break already, but they were there working hard to, uh, waiting for votes on this piece of legislation and I'm sure others as well. So we were able to visit with them about that. But our organization is very concerned about the amount a federal spending in this bill. Uh, you know, we've, we, especially at a time where we just had the uh, report come out of almost a 7% inflation, the highest in almost 40 years, and we know that federal spending is contributing to that. We see our, uh, the cost of our inputs going up, we, and whether it's fertilizer, fuel, uh, you name it, T-Post, everything's getting more expensive or harder to find. And that's, that's due to a lot of things, but certainly inflation and government spending is contributing. And uh, that, is, that was one big reason where our organization uh, felt it was, we need to come out and say, hey, this is, uh, this is something you need to consider. This is something we need to think critically about. And we need to think about are, is the benefit worth the cost. And unfortunately, it, just, it doesn't seem that this particular piece of legislation is going to have a, a big um, positive impact on rural America. And we're going to certainly see costs, not to mention its contribution to the debt and the future obligations of our uh, of our children and grandchildren at this point. So, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a good time to be there. A lot has advanced on that um, since then, even in a few days. So we'll continue to stay engaged and see how it evolves in the Senate. Uh, we were able to share with our senators, but 
uh, our, our position on that and also you know, remind them that no matter what happens, we need to keep pay-fors like, uh, like the changing of the stepped-up basis or um, changes to the estate tax and other um, important provisions that they don't to, uh, other important provisions to farmers and ranchers don't end up being used for pay-fors. Now, I need to clarify that those are not currently being considered, which we appreciate, but still are um, just very concerned about that um, new spending and what its you know, impacts on inflation and, and uh, all that will be on rural America. Well, again, it sounded like a very productive trip out to Washington, D.C., Nicole, and also in just a few uh, short weeks, Montana Farm Bureau members will be joining uh, Farm Bureau members from across the nation in Atlanta, Georgia, the 7th through the 12th of January for the American Farm Bureau Annual Convention. Uh, what are you looking forward to the most, uh, Nicole, uh, going to the event, and is Montana taking any policy down this year? Yeah, uh, we are looking forward to our annual convention. It's um, hard to believe it's going to be here in just a few short weeks, but uh, we do have a few policies advancing from Montana. They have to do with wildfire and wildlife and uh, a number of things that, that are very uh, not surprising coming from a state like Montana. It's kind of one of the benefits of this preliminary meeting that President Johnson and I were at as we get a chance to share with the other state presidents the background on these resolutions and help them understand why they're important. So I'm looking forward to those being in front of the full delegate body and for all of the grassroots members from across the country to get together and put their heads together and give us a direction for the coming year. Well, it's going to be a great meeting. I'm going to be a day late, I think, getting there, Nicole. I'm going to stop by in Texas and uh, have fun there at a football game. And uh, then, I'll, oh. then I'll, I'll, I'll come in after that, and uh, uh, after Montana State becomes uh, champions again in the National Football Title Arena. Well, I like that. I You'll have to cheer extra loud for me. I'll be with you in spirit. <laughs> I can do that. And also, I'll just give a shout out that the 2022 Montana Farm Bureau Campaign Training Seminar is going to be held February 10th through the 11th in Bozeman. So if you're planning to run for an elected seat and want to learn more about how to effectively campaign and win your race, the Montana Farm Bureau is doing that. And it's actually in Helena. If I would have read the actual description a little better, that's in Helena, not Bozeman, February 10th through the 11th. More on that event and more can be found at mfbf.org. Nicole, I'll give you the floor. Any last comments you'd like to share with us here today? I would just share that it was, I really appreciated the time of our senators and our representatives that they gave us uh, last week to visit about these important agricultural issues uh, and to for them to sit down with our new president and get to talk about uh, you know, her ideas of how we're going to keep the line of communication open between their offices and our organization. I just felt like it was very positive and, uh, you know, we all are not going to agree on everything all the time, but every time that we can uh, communicate on things and uh, visit back and forth is very beneficial and, and we certainly appreciate their time on listening to what's important to Montana's farmers and ranchers. Well, thank you so much for your time here today, Nicole, and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you. And Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to all of our friends tuning in to the Lancast Ag Podcast. 
Look forward to more topics in 2022. And if you'd like to share some ideas or topics you'd like to learn more about, we're going to revamp and have more shows here in the new year right here on the Agriculture Conversation. For more, visit NordlandCommunications.com or drop me a note on my Facebook page, Lane Northland, Ag Broadcaster. Merry Christmas, everyone. I'm Lane Northland. We'll catch you next time. Thank you for tuning in to the LaneCast with Talkin' Ag, Lane Nordland. For more on Lane, check out his Facebook page, Lane Nordland Ag Broadcaster and NordlandCommunications.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the LaneCast on your Apple or Android devices. We look forward to joining you next time on the LaneCast.